Hey, hey, hello, beautiful ladies. We are stepping closer and closer to Christmas. It's coming. It's right here. I was just laughing this morning at church. I'm recording this on a Sunday afternoon. It's kind of rainy here. It's nice and quiet. I wanted to get a few things done. And it was funny because it was like, well, next week is Christmas Eve, which is crazy because I feel like it really did sneak up. We've been prepared. We've been excited. And, you know, I'm pretty much done with what I need to do. I have a few things out there in the shipping world that may or may not get here. And I've just decided these last few years to stay pretty calm about that and just realize that, you know, it's a joy and a blessing to be able to buy things for others and give. And if it for some reason comes late, they'll get a special gift after Christmas. So I hope that you are enjoying the process. I hope that you are really focusing on Christmas and that he is our gift, that he was born and he was, he gave his life for us. And that is Jesus. And I just wanted to lean into that for a moment because We can joke about getting things done and decorating and crazy cousins and all the events. And while those are great, we all deep down, some of us just wish we just, I wish we weren't there. I wish it wasn't that way. Um, I wish that we could be more simple and we can in some ways create that in our own lives. And I think that's really what I've been trying to do myself through the years is just really take notice that there is joy in giving. But if I begin to feel this pressure and overwhelm and lack of desire to deal with this stuff, then I truly have shifted my focus to the wrong direction. And I really want to focus on God and what he's done and the sweetness and the tenderness of Christmas. The children sang this morning at church and it was just so precious. And that definitely softened up my heart even more to just sit in appreciation. So I don't know what your circumstances are and what kind of hustle you feel and pressure you feel. And maybe there is outside pressure from different families and obligations to buy. Sister, may I just encourage you for a moment to just to get still and just to take those deep breaths and just be in gratitude for Jesus and who he is and what he has done and what he is continuing to do and that he loves you and that he is available and here for you and supporting you and loving you and leading you and guiding you. And he is your path to whatever that it is you want. And he will help you. Okay. So I hope that's a great time for you this year. And I just want to remind you before I get into the episode about beliefs. Um, have you seen the roadmap? Has that been something you've clicked the link before? setfreesisterhood.com slash roadmap is simply this is your way. This is if you are stuck and you've been over drinking and you've tried things on your own and we are approaching the beginning of the year. So there's going to be lots of dry January conversations. I'm going to be even running something special for you to just encourage you to get started right away. And I don't want it to just be dry January. I want this if it is for you. I want it to be the last one for you. I don't want that to be your focus. Like, here we go again. Let me willpower through. No, this roadmap is step by step on how to remove alcohol from your life in a very 
structured way, a supportive way where you can be part of the student community and come in and ask questions and be supportive and get monthly coaching. But it's just really going to help you walk through that whole process of what it looks like to make this change in your life. So if you're curious and you want to know more or you just haven't been to the link, go take a look at it. And if you have more questions, let me know. I created this to be super affordable. And um, if you actually remove alcohol, I guarantee you, you're going to save money. Because if you were like me, I spent a lot of money on drinking. And so I have then since turned a lot of my investments back into myself because I believe the biggest investment you can do is in yourself when it comes to growing your health, your brain, your knowledge, your abilities to emotionally regulate. We are our greatest investment because then we'll have something to pour from and to give from. So enjoy the episode and have a Merry Christmas. I don't think you're going to hear from me until after Christmas. So I love you. Enjoy and focus on Jesus. Hey sister, are you newly alcohol free, but you've been hanging on for dear life, hoping you don't fall backward? Or maybe you're still stuck in the cycle of over drinking, even when you told yourself you would stop waking up each day with thoughts of self-loathing. Is your anxiety through the roof so much that you wake up at 3 a.m. with your heart racing and negative thoughts about yourself? You hide it so well, not many people know. Girl, I get you and I see you. I'm Michelle Porterfield and for so many years I experienced all of this. Here's the deal, quitting drinking is just the first step. I believe that's why it can be so scary. We know deep down it's more. Once we see what's underneath all the covering up, true freedom is found and I'm here to help you do just that. So whether you're newly alcohol free or just sober curious, there is freedom on the other side. I can't wait to help you ditch the wine witch or help you find your mindset breakthrough and reignite your purpose after alcohol. Girlfriend, you are in the right place. Welcome to Set Free Sisterhood. So I wrote this episode and the outline for it. Most of you know that I I put myself an outline and then I just allow what comes up to come up, whether it's um, just Holy Spirit driven ideas that come Sometimes I'll jump back to my own personal stories, but it's funny because this one is about belief and I was just talking about this time of year. We talk about the belief in Christ and that he came and belief in Santa. We have different beliefs, things like that, some of which we have discovered that um, may or may not be true. That is the same with our own personal beliefs. Why does this matter right now in the season of life? Because I believe that your beliefs are the thing that is keeping you stuck. And that is the undercurrent of why you either are taking action or you're not taking action or you're quote unquote succeeding or failing. And let me tell you why. Because beliefs are, the definition is an acceptance that a statement is true or that something exists. So, I believe that wine helps me sleep. That's a belief. I believe that wine is a toxin and does not help me sleep. That is another one. And we'll break this down in just a minute. But what happens is, is when we have these deep-rooted beliefs, which is the deeper undercurrent of our behaviors and our actions, all of us, we are walking around 
responding and living our life based on beliefs and values that we have. And that's why this is so important when I talk to you about these things, why they are the deeper drivers to why you keep drinking and you keep making those choices that you're really not wanting to make because you haven't dealt with the root. Consider the beliefs sort of a deeper root. So let's just talk about beliefs for a minute. They are basically a story plus evidence. So you've either heard something and accepted it to be true, um, or there's something that you believe that it, that exists, and you have found continued evidence to support that belief, okay? And that's also how our brain works. When we say, if just for example, silly stuff like, she doesn't like me. If I believe she doesn't like me, that I'm going to take notice of every time she looks at me a certain way or doesn't look at me or speaks to me, but doesn't speak to me or talk to someone else instead of me, or she giggles and turns towards me when in all reality, she may not even have a clue that I exist or she has no negative thoughts towards me that I have just chosen to believe that story. Now we all have been there, especially in middle school, right? But sometimes we struggle with that now inside of our family dynamics, inside of our work relationships. So it's important that you understand that we have the power to find the evidence and build on that story ourselves or untangle the story. So let me give you an example. Let's do the big one. Jesus. (laughs) I believe in Jesus. I believe who exactly he is. He was fully human, fully God. I believe that God created him inside of Mary as a virgin birth that he came. Why did he come? So that he could show us the way he could die. He sacrificed his life so we could have connection and relationship with God. Why do I know this? Well, first of all, I know it because history over and over and over, and there was evidence and there were witnesses and countless uh, truth from my view that that's true. And through this knowledge and through me making a choice to be in relationship with him, I also have it because of my own experience that I have asked him to be my savior. I have the Holy Spirit inside of me. I feel convicted. I feel God's presence. So I have this deep rooted belief. Okay. So let's use another one that's a little more simple, which I think that's pretty simple, but it's just, it is a choice choosing to believe, right? Sugar is bad for my health. That's a belief I have. Why? Because there are tons of evidence supporting this belief. There's tons of research around it why it's bad for you, how it's bad for you, what it does in your brain, and what does it do in your bloodstream. And I also have evidence because when I eat too much of it, like girlfriend loves some sweets and we're all going to have it this time of year. Thank goodness sugar doesn't kill you right away because we would all be dead, right? However, when I eat too much or I eat, you know, too, too, too frequently, I really feel sick. I really physically feel sick and get headaches. That's another way I know. So let's talk about alcohol. I believe, Michelle believes, alcohol is very unhealthy. It does not help me sleep. It does not help me with stress, to have fun, to have joy. Doesn't make me cooler. Doesn't make me more creative. It doesn't help me in social situations. There is no 
good amount at all whatsoever. Those are my beliefs. Now, how did I come to those beliefs? Because I used to believe something very different. The Michelle in the past believed that alcohol did help her with stress and sleep, and it made her more fun and more energetic, made her cooler. It was good for her health. It has resveratrol and antioxidants and all these things in it. So how is this Michelle today believe something so different? Because she found a truth and a new story and she began to look for evidence. Why is that important for you? Because you're sitting there and you're believing things, whether it's about drinking and what it does for you, or you're believing things about your relationship, like he'll never understand. He'll never understand how I'm truly feeling. Well, if you believe that he never understands how you're truly feeling, and we're talking about your partner or husband, then guess what you're not going to do? You're not going to try to help him understand, and you're not going to communicate. So then you're going to build evidence because of your choices or lack of where, of course, it's going to show that he doesn't understand because you hadn't even given them a chance. Okay. And there's so many beliefs. I could sit here for hours upon hours helping you break down the power of this concept. And these are things that we work on inside of one-on-one coaching. This is very important. Now we'll touch on this in the roadmap and you'll have some, you actually have a workbook and a path where you can break this stuff down on your own and go, oh my gosh, well, no wonder I was acting this way. No wonder this was the results I was getting because I was believing this. I couldn't even, there's some be some things that you believe that you can't believe you believe. (laughs) You're going to be like, oh my gosh, that's been running in my subconscious what in the world? That's how you can feel when you really understand this process, okay? As we're not born with our beliefs. We've had an experience and allowed ourselves to create the story to support the experience to a belief. We cannot change our behavior unless we untangle the belief. Can I get an amen and a celebration? This is great news, ladies. You have a path now. This is your opportunity and you keep wondering like, why am I behaving this way? Why do I keep drinking? Why can I do so good for so many days? But then I turn around and I drink two bottles on Friday night. What is going on? Why can't I change this behavior? It's because there's a belief underneath that's keeping you stuck. Okay, so here's what I want you to do. I'm going to kind of walk you through a process that you can do and just play around with something that you've got going on right now that you're struggling with. So is this universally true or is this your opinion? So if you have a belief, let's use, we like to use this one, alcohol helps me sleep or alcohol helps me relax. Is that universally true or is that just your opinion? Does everyone in the universe say, oh yeah, I totally agree that with al- alcohol is the best thing for sleep or it helps me sleep. It helps me de-stress. No, that's not true because I just told you, I don't believe that anymore. And you got a lot of humans that do not believe that. So that's your opinion. Why does this key point matter? Because you have to recognize that if this is just my opinion and this is not a universal truth, then it's possible that I could be wrong 
Or it's possible there could be another answer to this. Or it's possible that I don't have to believe this anymore because it's not universally true. Right? This is super important. And this is where there is joy in being wrong. (laughs) And I love this conversation and how it's coming up for me right now because I have struggled a lot in my life with this whole right and wrong thing. I I was raised that way. And sometimes it puts some undue pressure of feeling like you're wrong when really there is sometimes not a right and wrong. Sometimes it's just, this is my choice. But in this case, I want to celebrate you being wrong about wine or vodka or whatever y'all drink, alcohol, whatever it is. I want you to be wrong about it so you can begin to have compassion on yourself and begin to go, oh, It's felt like a fact all this time, but it's not really factual anymore. So let me get curious and open up to it. So then let's go in. What's the source of the story? Like, where did this come from? How did you come to believe this thing that you're believing? Okay. Sometimes we have beliefs that have been running on um, just autopilot through our years based on our parenting. Sometimes we have beliefs because they're, your parents gave them to you and you've just sort of adopted them, but you've got to recognize that you may or may not want to keep those, right? Whether that has to do with decisions of faith or decisions about relationships or music or money. There's a lot of people that have some unhealthy money beliefs like, there was a lot of conversation of y'all heard it. Money doesn't grow on trees and, you know, things like that. And really looking at money from a um, scarcity mindset or a painful place. And when you grow up in that, you don't learn that money is a tool. And I chose, this was not that long ago, several years ago, because it wasn't helping me to live in such a scarcity mindset and fear and paycheck to paycheck to where I just begin to learn like, oh, money's just a tool in my toolbox. And instead of feeling pressure that, oh, I have to give it away because I don't deserve it or, oh, I have to keep it to, you know, because what if something bad happens? It's more of, oh, let me look at this tool and give here, serve here, invest here, um, do the things I have to do, like pay my bills and take care of my family, but also recognize that it it comes and there's ways to, to flow in and flow out. And that's how I, my beliefs are. And that has helped me release the tension around money that I was, that I grew up in, right? Okay. So once you recognize the source of the story, the next step for you is asking yourself, what's it costing you? And you've heard me use this question a lot because it could really shine a light on some areas. It could cause you to get irritated and frustrated, but it also gives you leverage to make change because once you realize like, oh, I'm believing that this thing does this, but I'm waking up every freaking morning, still exhausted, with a headache, still stressed out, 
this is costing me my energy and my peace and my potential relationships and friendships. Really map out what the belief is costing you. Okay? Just for a moment, let's also look and see from a perspective of if you chose this belief, why would you have chosen it? Like, what is the lesson that needs to be learned? If I chose this, maybe because I chose to believe that wine helps me de-stress because that was an easier choice. Because it didn't make me face what was really going on in my life. Maybe that's the lesson that I needed to learn was I was taking the easy way out. It No, it wasn't de-stressing me, but it was numbing me. And that allowed me to get away with not doing the inner work. But yet it was still costing me so very much. And I think you can relate. And then the next section is, is this belief serving you? Like really serving you? Is it producing what you want in your life, such as freedom, building wealth, falling in love? You have to go, okay, is this belief of mine that money doesn't grow on trees and it's hard to make it? Is that really serving me to build my future? Or is the belief that wine takes my stress away really serving me to learn more about myself and connect in my relationships and really enhance my future, whether it's at work or as a parent, as a friend? No, it's not serving you at all. So what's a new story? This could be a completely game changer for you. What's another story that could produce your desired outcome? A new belief. Wine actually increases my stress. It actually increases my stress. If I found evidence or when I go for a walk, I'm less stressed. Or when I sit down and really look at the money I make and and give first, that builds wealth because I'm, I'm giving and I'm serving first. Or if I learn how to regulate my spending and get those automated drafting things popping up every month, let's just go ahead and take those off. That will help. That's going to help me reach my goals of saving. Whatever this looks like for you is you get to choose. So what is a new or more empowering story for you here? What does that look like? Because I desire for you to get where I'm at, where you recognize Here's my beliefs. Alcohol just doesn't phase me. It doesn't bother me. I'm not interested in it. I don't uh, hate it. It doesn't have any energy taken from me or given to me. I can sit with you and you can have a glass of wine. Doesn't bother me. Y'all can be partying around me. It doesn't bother me. I get to choose whether I want to put myself in those situations. And I want you to just get where you realize, oh, no, I love being sober minded. I can, I can pause before I react. I know what I said when I said it and how I acted when I acted. I've got self-control. I've got self-love. I've got the power to grow 
and increase my knowledge and invest in myself and invest in my future. And alcohol has no place in my life, period. That's what I desire for you. And I hope that you desire that too. So if you have any questions, whether it's the course for you or if you're ready to go deeper and work on some of this deeper work, I have a few spots opening up in January. They will be going fast. I already have a few consultations coming up, but I want to offer them to you because I know that if there's somebody listening here and she realizes, wow, this is, this is the stuff I got to work on. This is, this is deeper for me and I need to spend some more time going there. Then just email me. Michelle at setfreesisterhood.com. Have a Merry Christmas. I love you and I'll be praying for you over this Christmas weekend. See you soon. Stay blessed. Hey friend, before you go, I want to make sure that you know about the free masterclass that is available for you. It's the five steps to help you stop over drinking without stress and overwhelm. Download it for free today at setfreesisterhood.com slash masterclass. I would love for you to come join the Facebook community too. I will put the link in the show notes. And if you're ready to see what support would look like so that you could start walking out your future of being alcohol free and stepping into the woman who God is calling you to be, email me at michelle at setfreesisterhood.com. Until next time, stay blessed.